4: The Nerd. With The Nerd, group. With Vern. The nerd group. It's time for the Nerd Room with Dr. Vern. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode five of my nerd music podcast, The Nerd Groove. I am Dr. Vern of Sci-Fi and Nerdy FM, and I have been a nerd music fan for as long as I can remember. Of course, the genre has been around for decades, but not defined or recognized. That's one of the goals of this podcast: define the genre, connect the dots to artists and songs of nerdy origin. If you've been listening, thank you for taking the time. And if this is your first episode, I invite you to check out past episodes as well. The Nerd Groove is designed to be both introductory for new fans of the genre and a source for new music and artists of today. On this episode, I will have interviews with the great Luke Ski and Leslie Rising from Claire and the Potatoes for you, as well as some great nerdy songs. The genre is on the rise across the globe, as artists have begun to tour regularly in the UK, Australia, Canada, the United States, Japan, and more. It is finally the time of the nerds, the geek age, if you will. It has not always been this way, and there are still many hurdles to overcome. In what's left of the music industry, the throngs of A&R reps that used to go out and discover new talent, take a chance on the next big thing, have been replaced by television talent searches for the next promotable commodity. Lucky for all true music fans, artists can promote themselves in ways that would have seemed impossible only a few short years ago. Placing the power where it belongs, in the hands of fans, You can now decide what it is you want to hear and when you want to hear it to a degree of daily integration in your life. Finding your next favorite artist is simply a matter of exposure, which is what I do here. So let's get to the groove. The first group I have for you hails from the great state of Texas where they have a rich musical tradition. Just walk into any pub, bar or lounge in the state and say a bad word about Stevie Ray Vaughan and you'll discover just how proud Texans can be of their musicians. So it's fitting that this state would produce one of the most unique acts in nerd music. Born of metal and theatrics that are unrivaled in scope, Urizen has made a hard impact on the world of nerd music. Their music is set in their own created universe, and their live show features the best boss battle this side of Mega Man. So let's jump into the nerd groove with a track from These madmen. here's The Grand Ascension by Urizen. if you get a chance, trust me. Go see Euros and live. I'll expect a thank you message when you do. There is no one like them on stage. Well, now that we're underway, let's keep the nerd groove flowing. One of the things that makes nerd music so unique is that it's a genre with a variety of musical styles. VGM, chip, rock, hip-hop, and comedy styles all play a role in the genre. Our next artist recognizes that and has a flair for incorporating all of those things into his music simply put professor shy guy is a musical savant that is dedicated to uniting the styles that make up nerd music he not only effortlessly combines styles through brilliant collaboration he also combines artists from the genre the results are wonderful to hear his latest collaboration album rhythm and bloops the professor teams up with a who's who of the scene and delivers his take on songs of the 90s from that album here is Professor Shy Guy with Megaran, Ran, Brentle Floss, Kay Murdoch, and Samus, bringing you an all nerdy cover of Black Street's No Diggity. Crank this one up.
1: Uh huh. No Diggity.
4: This is really happening.
5: No doubt. Professor Shy Guy mm-hmm. Remix. Play on, play a classic play to another on, classic yes. Megaran, Let's go.
4: It's going down, fade the black streak, mm-hmm. the homie got at me, collaborations are crazy like mm-hmm. taxi, no doubt, I put it down, never right. slack, mm-hmm. long as my socks match, you never hear a rant coming whack, mm-hmm. tell me you can stop when Ram making moves, attract mm-hmm. you, honey's yep. like a tractor beam, multiple ear mm-hmm. are happening, still bringing this flavor, what? With Professor Shy Guy, the original 8-bit sale. Sure to get
6: down, good lord. Mm-hmm. Got them open all over town. Strictly bet you don't play around Mm. cover much ground. Got game by the pound. Uh Getting paid is a forte And every day, Nintendo play away. I can't get her out of my mind. Wow, think about the girl all the time. Let's go. East side to the west side. Pushing back right. And it is no surprise. Got tricks in the stash. Tagging uh, up the cash fast when it comes to uh, yeah. the gas. Room room. by no means average. She's on a win, she's got to have it. Baby, you're a perfect 10. I want to uh-huh. get in. Can I Play get down uh, yeah. so I can win? I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. Got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No I got to bag it up. I like the way you work it. No Got to bag it up.
3: She's got class and style.
0: Street knowledge by the pound. A baby never act wild. it low key on the profile. Catching feelings is a no. Let me tell you how it goes. Right. Herbs the word, what? spins the verb. Yeah, no. Lover, it curve so freak, what you heard? Whoa, grammar. Rolling with the fineness. You don't even know what the half don't is. Really you got to pay to play Just for sure the bang bang to look your way I like the way you're working, Trump time all day, every day You're blowing my mind, baby,
6: in time Maybe I can get you in my ride I like the way you work it Got to bag it up I like the way you work it no diggity. Got to bag it up I like the way you work it no
2: As for me, Icy Glee Pinky Diamond Ring. We be the baddest click up on the scene. Ain't you getting bored with these fake ass bras? I souls some no doubt. I'll be taking you so. Please excuse if I come across rude, that's just me. And that's how I. It's got to be stay kicking game with a capital G. Extra the people on my block, I'm as real as can be. Word is born. Taking moves never been my thing. So make a run, pass the word to your homie Brentuflaws. I'll be sending the car to say around 3:30. since shy guy, it's no diggity. I
6: like the way you work it, no diggity. no diggity. Got to tag it up, tag it up. I like the way you work it, no
5: diggity. Got to tag it up. No diggity
6: Let's back that up, man I like the way you work it No Paper, no plastic I like the way you work it You gotta bag it up I like the way you work it All your names too friends I like the Look way the you work shot, it You gotta bag it up I like the way you work it
1: I'm out of here. No diggity. Guys?
4: What a great cover. And of course you can find more from Professor Shy Guy online, and you should. Remember, most nerd artists are independent, and without support, they can't make us great music. That's where you come in. So how do artists get started? How does an artist get on the radar? I can't speak for every artist, but this next group contacted me. Through Nerdy FM, artists have begun to contact us with their music. This is one such group. And when I open an email, find a link to free music, I'm going to check it out. You're going to be glad that I did. The group is 2D6, and they hail from Ohio. Made up of rappers Cliff B and DJ Stuck Down a Mineshaft, 2D6 takes a different spin at Nerdcore. Their music is more comedic and whimsical than a lot of nerds in the hip-hop scene, and that's a refreshing thing. Since I literally discovered them at their request, I have to thank them for the musical turn-on. Now I'm going to share it with you. Here's 2D6 with the song Tonawanda Powertrain, which features Worm Quartet.
7: Now presenting 2D6 with Worm, Worm Quartet. Quartet. Me, Let's talk about butt tattoos. Yep, no, really, we're doing that. I got a butt tattoo the other week. I wrote, This is my butt across both cheeks. Just in case I
1: forgot, I need a brief reminder. You put it out of the way real low. And behind you, I find you looking at pics of my butt, but you confused it with Java the Hutt I got a picture
7: of some milk in a summer breeze Derriere from my derriere Haters, please Waiters need tips, so I got one, son Get a tad of a butt of a butt on your butt Done, be this and butthead inspired. this perversion Going end over and With the rectal recursion
1: Show me the butt that you got on your butt No butts, just shut up Show off and strut the tattoo of a butt On your butt, that's enough Cause your double bubble butt Makes you bust off a nut. On your
7: butt On your butt On your butt On your butt On your
8: butt On your butt On your butt Tattoo, 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 on your butt, on your butt, on your butt, on your butt. on your butt On your butt
9: tattoo That's enough Shows over Don't wanna see your gut I'm only interested in The butt on your butt I think you got problems In your head and stuff Cause the border collie butt On your butt looks rough Got some
7: tears near the brown Like the tears of a clown For each ass That my ass killed in
9: ass jail Mass mail pics Of your butt to your friends. So many butt jokes Never know
7: when it ends Think Get of it? a tat on my butt Of my butt with a tramp stamp Looks like my butt Just has a goddamn tramp stamp Got a
6: magic eye brand I'm not a schooner It's a bolt Seeing hand thrown on the
7: cheeks like a permanent ghost got a donkey on my ass cause I love the word Say think lines now so you know where to stay guns cap tat, because my butt's a bird brain pink puffball, reverse curve on your butt 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 tattoos tattoo 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 on your butt on your butt on your butt on your butt on your
6: on your blood On your blood tattoo Duty 6 and ten are Just superior record makers With licensed and accredited posterior decorators My body's looking shiny and a temple that ain't But it's the goddamn moment From the crack to the tank Take no, no paint. paint It's a dermal ink Ringing the whole of stink And blazing for no reason in particular With Kermit, Big Bird, and Grover And they weave when I bend over Cause my wrinkled ass makes the shit liticular I'll get a trip tip of a stamp With a ramp on the stamp So it'll be a ramp stamp Tramp stamp And there'll also be a lamp on the ramp And the lamp'll be damp so it'll be a damp lamp, ramp stamp, tramp stamp, and the damp lamp on the stamp will belong to a tramp. So it'll be a tramp stamp, lamp ramp stamp, tramp stamp, and the tramp have oozing penis sores,
7: which is gross and doesn't rhyme. No. On your butt, 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 tattoo, tattoo,
4: tattoo, tattoo,
8: on your butt, on your butt,
4: on your butt, on your butt, on your butt, on
7: your butt, tattoo.
4: Nice. Great job, guys, and thank you for reaching out. Listen, head over to the 2D6 Bandcamp page if you liked that one. All right, now it's time to revisit a topic we talked about in Episode 3. In that episode, I talked a little bit about the great Luke Ski as we traveled back to 1996 to chart his journey as a trailblazer in both nerd and comedy music scenes. In the 90s, fan conventions were in their golden era, With so many nerdy properties running on TV and in the movies, fans flocked to conventions. But there was no music. Nope. Convention promoters were slow to give music outside the filk tracks any kind of love at all. Nerdy music was simply not something they even wanted to market or present to their attendees. In 2014, it would be almost unheard of for any type of convention not to feature some music, But it was the hard work of a few that kicked open that door. At the top of the list is The Great Luke Ski. He just wouldn't take no for an answer, and as a result, became one of the most popular and important artists of the genre. Here's an interview I did with The Great Luke Ski. Hey, it's Dr. Vern. I'm out on the road now. Uh, For the Nerd Groove feature we did uh, last episode, uh, I was talking about The Great Luke Ski and how he... Kicked open some doors at convention scenes for the rest of us here, and guess what? He's right here with me.
9: Hi, Luke. Hi. How you doing? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can. Uh... There's
9: there's there's various noises going off either from. Uh devices or from loud concerts happening in the next room but you know, <laughs> that's but that's the way it, that's the way we roll out here in, in, in the wild of, of nerdy music events
4: yes <laughs> being on the road often finds us in the back room somewhere uh, hearing bands in the background that's kind of the lovely thing about the scene now it wasn't such a scene like that not too long ago was it
9: <laughs> <laughs> well this year uh, specifically uh, next weekend at Gen Con Indie Uh, 2014. This will uh, mark my 20th year of performing my brand of nerdy comedy music at conventions. Um, So back in 1994, I really don't recall anybody else doing the type of show I was doing. Uh, Basically, any music that existed at conventions was uh, done by um, uh, baby boomer age and older people, uh, usually acoustic guitar, uh, something I've referred to before as the A Mighty Wind aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, yes. Which oh, it's perfect. Which is not meant to be an insult, but oh no, that's, that's I, I love the, that movie. So. Yeah, it's the best yeah. way to kind of sum up that whole thing. It's the filk. Uh, you yeah. kind of, you
4: kind of, uh, when you went through your your first few cons, you kind of went in through the filk track, well, that, right? Well, that
9: was the thing. I would show up, and I would have you know my music, which had been played regularly on the Doctor Demento show, and I'm like, I you know, I do songs about you know uh, media topics that I'm into. A lot of it's you know kind of you know, nerdy pop culture type stuff, TV shows, movies, cartoons, and you know, a lot of it's song parodies and stuff. But, you know, I'd like to do a show here. Do you have a costume contest? Do you have a uh, some kind of a main stage in front of the, you know, general commiserating public? (coughs) And occasionally that would work, but a lot of the times i go to these conventions and they would just be like, oh, will you do song parodies about nerdy stuff? Oh, well, then you're filk, so we'll hand you over to the filk <laughs> department, and they'll decide what to do with you. And then I would, sh- you know, hi, filk department, my name's Lukeski. Here's my Cypress Hill parody about Pinky and the Brain. And then they would go, ah, black people music, run away, run away. <laughs> and then, you know, if I was allowed to perform at all, I'd be shoved off into some dark corner and nobody would ever see me. Um, so I basically had to fight my way upstream through the... You know Midwest uh, convention scene, and just basically try to say, "Hey, I'm, tr- you know, I, you know, have you seen Weird Al Yankovic in concert? Have you seen the kind of th- rock spectacle uh, that a nerdy comedy music act can do if if you just let that person do their thing?" Right. So I just kept fighting for years, and eventually I, through sheer, you know. Uh, will and audacity and obnoxiousness <laughs> managed to you know, get myself some kind of you know audience and, and some conventions who are open to the idea. Uh, uh, my favorite of which is Marscon up in the Twin Cities, oh, yeah? which uh, at this point I have been running a comedy music track there for the past ten years Amazing. and uh, it 's it's, it's, it's really going into being like the most personally meaningful event I do every year. Um, and, I, and I built it because I wanted all of my friends from thefump.com or people I've been getting to know through the Nerdcore communities, like, I wanted to be able to get them to a, a, a you know, a smaller fan run convention, but a good stage, good sound system, but most importantly, you know, no bullshit. Just, you know, let, you know don't have to worry about fighting with, you know, through some kind of... You know, just kind of like oh, well, we don't. Do it's like no, just get on stage and do an awesome comedy music right. show. Doesn't even have to be nerdy. Just do an awesome comedy music You're, show. You
4: wanted the shot to put on the show that you knew you could deliver for them. That would be that would benefit them. Yeah, yeah. And and now you you hit on something there that I wanted to ask about. At what point? A lot of people have have sat on, on something and and stay, and stayed with it and become successful at it, and they just keep moving on and they never look back. But you. Connected with other guys that do comedy, nerdy parody mm-hmm. music, and you guys uh, have kind of bonded as like a, a, a very cohesive unit. The, the Fump is awesome.
9: Well, yeah, that's that's primarily due to the Dr. Demento show. And for those of you who haven't heard of the Dr. Demento show, long story short is he's the radio DJ back in the '80s that discovered Weird Al and got him his first national attention. Uh, yep. He, for those of you who do know who he is and think that he's died or that he's not around anymore, no, he is very much alive and well and de- still doing his show every week. You can hear it at drdemento.com. Uh, it is still the best show ever. He still plays That's everything from Spike Jones and Tom Lair through to you know uh, Weird Al, The Lonely Island, Guys Like Me, and the, from the Fump. It's he's like. Super nice, super supportive, and, and you know, check it out at drnomeno.com. New episode every week and hundreds of episodes in his archive. Um, but anyway, the point of me bringing up his show is that, uh, mm. unbeknownst to me, back before I had internet access, you know, I'm out there, <laughs> you know, going like, God, nobody else likes, you know, nobody else has this vibe of, like, I'm trying to create new modern comedy music that, you know, isn't a bunch of... Uh, you know, AM disc jockeys doing like, you know, hey, it's Weasel in the Fart, right? The Lord, and here's our marijuana charity, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, zoo. God, you know,
4: you're on the zoo. You know, here yeah. I am
9: trying to do, you know, parodies of hip hop or, or, you know, songs about nerdy topics and nobody's really into it. But unbeknownst to me, you know, out in New Jersey, there was Devo Spice out in. Uh, Rochester, New York, there was Worm Quartet, out near DC, there was Insane Ian, it's like, there were all these other like-minded guys across the country, none of us knew each other, we were all just sending our music to Dr. Demento, and as he started playing our music, we all, and the internet became more of a thing in the late 90s, we all got to know each other and started, you know, talking via email and, and, you know, uh, through through, through the power of uh, going to these conventions, I remember a lot of them were like, (laughs) some of the Chicago area, I was like, okay, I want, I want to get, you know, Devo Spice and Worm Quartet and Tony Goldmark, and I want to get us all out and at this one convention, and we'll all do a bunch of cool stuff together. And we just started meeting up at these conventions and doing live shows, and uh, uh, you know, hanging out in you know chat channels and doing things like Dementia Radio. is an awesome streaming comedy music uh, thing I've been involved with for many years. So back in uh, the back in 2006 or so, Devo Spice and Rob Balder, Uh, came up with the uh, idea of doing uh, something similar to Jonathan Colton's Thing a Week project and uh, uh, having it be a a collection of comedy musicians putting out two new songs a week under Creative Commons licensing, licensing, and uh, we ended up deciding to call it The Funny Music Project, or for short, The Fump. So uh, just to mention another thing for all the up-and-coming funny music makers out there, um, there's also a page at The Fump called The Sideshow. Awesome page. which, Which basically means uh it's 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 not the main page, but we do. Uh, the point is this: the the sideshow is all about. You can post whatever you want. You don't have to go through any kind of a gatekeeper to post it. As long right. as you're hosting your own MP3, we'll let anybody post whatever they want there. I love the sideshow. Um, so, so so you know uh, so there is a lot of stuff that is sounds like it was recorded and somebody's washing machine with a with tape deck, but <laughs> but we're fine with that. We want to give people who are just starting out doing this a place to express themselves and get exposed and have some people Absolutely. say, hey, I like this, here's some advice, blah, 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 you know, so, uh, so oh, yeah. The, yeah,
4: that's another thing. I, I love the advice that the, that the members chime in with. There is a song on, especially the sideshow. I always read the comments, and it's it's usually very constructive, you know, try, mm-hmm. try doing this in production or whatever. Um, you guys are doing fantastic work. I just wanted to follow up with you definitely on on how you got into the con scene because the rest of us are very grateful that you were out there putting your foot in those doors, man.
9: Well, it's, like I said, it's been 20 years. That, uh, the, my only kind of befuddlement is I, I kind of assumed I would be, you know, I'm not expecting to be Weird Al famous at this point in my career, but <laughs> I figured at this point I at least would have hit the point where I'd be, like, you know, flying out to conventions every weekend, you know, <laughs> Performing, you know, all the time, and at this point, I'm still only doing, you know, once every. <laughs> Come
4: on, what would you what would the, you do if you had a street team, man? Come on, you you would oh, uh, you man. would be bored. Come on.
9: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the street team for uh, our our first convention, Fump Fest. I was in Chicago. I have a map in my in my 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 bag over there. I basically hit every comic book store, record store, and video arcade type place I could find from the downtown Chicago area north to about Evanston, about 30 or 40 different places, dropping off flyers and putting up uh, uh, you know, posters and handing out cards and just trying to get the word out about our first event, uh, which actually went really well. Uh, Chozo attended it and it was, uh, uh, he, he uh, helped out with the Logan Awards this year too. But um, Dr. Demento was our guest of honor and the crew that's filming a documentary about Dr. Demento called Under the Smogberry Trees was also in attendance at Fumpfest. Uh, they came to MarsCon too, as well, uh, and uh, they've they've uh, really uh, taken notice of our community here at thefump.com as being kind of like back at you know in the Harry Potter n- novels. There's Dumbledore's army, I kind of view the thump as Demento's army. Nice. Like, we're the ones out there trying to let everyone know, hey, Dr. Demento is still on the air. Comedy music is relevant. Alive and well. Alive and well. I mean, how much of your YouTube, or or how much of your Facebook feed every day is YouTube videos of, like, parodies or spoofs or comedy tributes to, you know, something that's musical in nature? Absolutely, yeah. there's tons of it out there. So, you know, know, I just...
4: It, in, a, in a world where people can access anything, exposure is the most important thing. Yeah. And if you're listening to this right now and you're a young artist and you're thinking, you know, how, how do you get ahead? You know, I'm looking, don't look for somebody to hand you the break. This man is telling you hustle. Thanks a lot, Luke.
9: Sure.
4: I want to thank Luke again for sitting down with me and telling his story. I have a deep respect for my friend. Do yourself a favor and visit thefump.com and discover a lot of funny guys that aren't Weird Al. Now, I have a treat for you. From his latest album, Fourth Grade Talent Show, here's the great Luke Ski and a track that hits very close to home for me, Fake Adult.
9: I don't mean to be gender specific, but I think an adult is a guy in a suit and a tie who smells like aftershave and has a mustache. Wallet full of cash, won't do anything rash, has a big wooden desk, and his checks never bounce because his job is adjusting financial accounts. His last name sounds really important, like Johnson, like that guy from Parks and Recreation, Ron Swanson. That describes me pff, not. My development wasn't arrested, it was taken Take it out, out, back, and shot, out. and shot. Execution style. Since then, my inner child has had free reign to just go buck wild. How Ad- do where my brain decided to stick So when I ran a car It feels like a magic trick As if I pulled a fast one But it shouldn't feel weird Considering I got my license When The Simpsons premiered I'm a fake adult A fraudulent grown-up Which is obvious to everyone The moment I've shown up I'm a fake adult And it's plain to see I'm a master forgery of maturity I'm a fake adult A fraudulent grown-up Which is obvious to everyone The moment I've shown up I'm a
7: fake adult And
2: it's plain to see I'm a master forgery of maturity When my
9: dad was my age, he had a wife and four kids and a house and two cars and handled it like a whiz. Me? I got a wife and a couple of cats and a house and two cars yeah, my wife owns all that Um, I own a laptop, which I got through Kickstarter and artistic skills, which I sometimes will barter for help with my music and the whole time I know that my so-called career is just a fourth grade talent show my credit rating's spiraling out of control and my basement's not a man cave, it's a hobbit hole with more action figures than a con dealer and I'd rather drink a coke than a tequila. I'm racing online with Mario Mario Kart players. Meanwhile, I have no clue what a 401k is. I think it's when you have a job and there's money involved. hold on, this portal level here needs to get solved. I'm a fake adult, a fraudulent grown-up, which is obvious to everyone the moment I've shown up. I'm a fake adult, and it's plain to see I'm a master forgery of maturity. I'm a fake adult, a fraudulent grown-up, which is obvious to everyone the moment I've shown up. I'm a fake adult, and
2: it's plain to see I'm a
7: master forgery of maturity. I'm not a grown-up, I'm
9: just a simulation. A counterfeit phony bogus faux imitation. An artificial falsified misrepresentation of a person who's of legal age is my situation. I walk around thinking about how my whole life is a sham. An elaborate scam, one day they'll see who I am. Then I'll be busted,
5: my house will get raided, and all my homemade puppets will get confiscated.
9: Maybe I should rise up and make it my mission to learn the name of at least one local politician. Oh, I just can't do it. It's alright, I get my news from SNL and Jon Stewart. 60 Minutes bores me, and is it so heinous that I'd rather go to Disney World than to Las Vegas? I'd rather watch David Spade as a llama than any drama, but then I remember the words of President Obama. The time has come to set aside childish things. I don't know, Barack. To me, it seems that my generation was the first with the mentality of growing older doesn't mean you abandon what you love. We embrace it, though our fears remain still So if you feel illegitimate, it's time to get ill If you're a fake adult,
5: like I'm describing this song Throw your toys in the air and sing along I'm a fake adult A fraudulent grown-up Which is obvious to everyone The moment I've shown up I'm a fake adult And it's plain to see I'm a master forgery of maturity (laughs) I'm a fake adult A fraudulent grown-up Which is obvious to everyone The moment I've shown up I'm a fake adult And it's plain to see I'm a master forgery of maturity I need to set
9: my table for those new cartoons Wander Over Yonder and Steven Universe Then on Twitter I'll ponder Which was the better talking pig movie Babe or Gordy Maybe Charlotte's Web Oh and another thing I'm 40! 40!
10: 40!
11: I'm a fake adult, I'm fragile grown up, which is obvious to everyone the moment I've shown up. I'm a fake adult, and it's plain to see, I'm the a forgery I'm a charity. I'm a fake adult, but I'm fragile grown up, which is obvious to everyone the moment I've shown up. I'm a fake adult, and
4: it's plain to see. Boy, can I relate to that song. I can see myself all over that one. It's a great album, too, so be sure and pick it up. Now, let's take a trip back in time to connect with nerd music's past. The 90s was a great time for nerds. We were just beginning to come out of the nerd persecution era, largely due to the popularity of video games. Gaming was a way that jocks and popular kids of the era connected with the brains, geeks, and freaks. A lot of those social dynamics changed during this period. In the heyday of the music industry, A&R reps were looking for fresh bands to tap into this growing cultural trend. This thinking was clearly on exhibit in films and TV shows of the, of the 90s where edgy, nerdy groups were sought out to provide soundtracks for the youth demographic. Some of these artists were signed, used, and discarded for whatever reason. And Los Angeles was an easy choice for a rep. Looking for a fresh new sound in the 90s, you went to Southern California. It was in that scene that current Nerf Herder member, Linus of Hollywood, was found. Back in 1997, he was in a band called size 14 they made one album and it had a song featured on the dude where's my car soundtrack but the impact on the scene is what this group really accomplished Mark with a c nerf herder and bowling for soup are among the artists that owe a nod to size 14 and their amazing album here's the song from that soundtrack it's claire dane's poster by size 14.
11: And stare at my Claire Danes poster. Listen, she never tells me I'm a loser
4: Had to spend some time with Linus and the boys from Nerf Herder at Dragon Con this year. It was an honor for Cy Fry to be co-headliner with this groundbreaking group of artists. I also got some great stories, but uh, be sure you check out Nerf Herder's new album, which is on its way soon, and do yourself a favor, check out Size 14 and Linus of Hollywood. You'll find that nerd music history runs deep indeed. So let's get current with an artist that is influencing this generation of nerdy performers. He's the force behind the awesome RPG unit, and he's worked with a plethora of artists all over the scene. Featured in the background during my talking segments of this episode, he is the one and only DJ Robo Rob. Rob is one of the hardest working artists in the scene and does it all. His original compositions can be found throughout the nerd world, and his remix work as a DJ is legendary. He can front an all-star hip-hop set or rip the house down at a rave. The man is as tireless as he is brilliant. Here's an example. Orlando Nerd Fest saw a ton of nerdy artists hanging out together for several days. Many embraced the chance to hang out and party with their friends, catch up, make plans. Rob was working. All the music you hear from him today during this podcast is from his newly released Orlando Nerd Fest 2014 mixtape, which is free from Scrub Club Records. Here's a great track from that release called Mad and the Moxius. and it features Zilla Persona, Press B, Danger Boyco, One Up, Starf, Doug Funny, and King Phoenix. Here's DJ Robo Rob.
7: We'll be making on all across the globe All of us together, about to explode <laughs> Like Nakamura, I'm a hero, am I about to fear? No Turn the head and eye i up, part watch the vision clear, yo We keep it pumping, we're never gonna <laughs> sleep <laughs> Into the double M crew, rusing to digital streets Packing up a shit, I'm a head non south. To the and now, if there's any fuckin' doubt Where the features of the bomb and the people are insane And the Canadian blue
5: hairs all know my name Spitting fire, like my name was All My home is busy
7: whacking up a us from Tinder I'll be in my park, wacky too, Tim and Eric Oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was America!
1: Yeah, about to step up and kill it. I'ma lay down some words you probably haven't heard yet. Get down with my crew at so nervous Stepping on a stage with a battle call, killing beats and bringing back to life. with seven Dragon Balls. Don't like it? Come at me, bro. Wanna see it? Rock you like a punch in the Konami code. And I don't mean a bossy, but Boba Rod take you on dope rides like he was Yoshi. Homies, let's
7: go do the Mario. Show.
5: Like Atari Co Rob and get together like Voltron Bring down the building no hook Don't hold on just let go Our ultimate
7: function Have some fun without party destruction oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> we the man. If there's no stopping this Rock here on the way to the metropolis And me and murder tracks like I'm copying Oculus And I'm feeling myself You call me obnoxious Uh, get binoculars Sit in the back So with the nerd Rob we come to attack the whack The back is that we leave with my
1: scars cause the nerd wars in your nerd bar Nobody with the shades getting nasty with the words Versus
7: climax Can't rap premature Hey girl, lost in the track The hit factor Live overdrive Hot side melt the reactive This is madness Crazy is the control Cross without the maniacs Taking me home Let's go, open grail, seven sail do right Next to the dance with the Wolf in the pale moonlight we keep thumping and we keep it and
8: this we got today
4: Gotta love Rob. Send him some love, and of course, like all indie artists, show him some support. Well, the Nerd Rock Kings of Seattle just keep turning out the great songs. I've featured Kirby Crackle several times on this podcast, and over on Nerdy FM last year, they had the number two album of the year on my list. The funny thing is, that was only last year. Their Everything is Awesome (laughs) single was featured on my last episode here. And it wasn't on their last album, and neither is this brand new single based on the wildly successful Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Kirby Crackle is delivering the greatness of late, and this is no exception. Here's Dancing Baby Groot from Kirby Crackle.
0: I've seen dogs in the summertime Lying on the grass in the sun I've seen cats hitting ivory keys Heroes drawn by Scotty Young I've looked up, I've looked down i look looked all around But nothing that I find can compare To the time that I stuck through the credit scenes Saw you moving, shaking up there Cause I never seen nothing as cute As a dancing baby So play the Jackson 5 if you feel alive And get the whole world dancing Nothing is cute as a baby group You never say a lot In fact, I find it's only three words And the times that you eat yourself Tell me, how does that never hurt? I look left, I look right, I can't sleep at night The thought of you, it won't leave my head From the time that I stuck through the credit scenes Just for me, I thought you were dead Cause I never seen nothing as cute As a dancing baby group So play the Jackson 5 if you feel alive and get the whole world dancing with you Cause I never seen nothing as cute As a baby group We'd have so much fun together I'd keep your pot safe and i bring you water i to dance the music every night Grow up big and strong And take you back to space where you belong And you always have a friend I stuck through the credit scene And everything was leading to you Cause I never seen nothing as cute As a dancing baby group So play the Jackson 5 if you feel alive Get the whole world dancing with you seen nothing is never seen nothing cute. No, I never seen nothing as, cute. Seen nothing as,
4: cute as a baby grew. Kyle and the boys are just great and they are on fire. Keep your eyes on Kirby Crackle. And while you're at it, you might also want to keep an eye on the father of Nerdcore MC Frontalot. He's another artist making a repeat showing here on the groove question bedtime is the new album from front and after spending a lot of time with this collection of weird folklore for children from all over the world I have been spellbound it's a great album with some amazing collaborations so I decided to bring you another track this one features Perry grip from nerf herder and centers around a native american story about how we came to have wrinkly assholes no shit the choice of subject matter and how deep we're willing to delve into it is at the very heart of nerd music and absolutely nobody does it like mc Frontalot. it's a brilliant tale crafted by his frontness here and i just had to bring it to you on the nerd groove so tuck yourself in real tight and turn out the lights it's MC Frontalot from his Question Bedtime album. Here is Walk Chicago.
1: Yo, if your parents hear you listening to this They're gonna frown They'll be like our babysitter Front of lot, letting us down Back to bed, it's around now That their ears perk up Already poised do disengage the circuit Wong Chung Kaga was not exactly a man More like the demiurge than a demigod If you understand, if you don't Let me just say he's a bit of a fool Sort of a jester But also a simpleton too He wandered a forest in search of some food A couple duck carcasses which he had proved Dripping with fat Sizzle in his campfire Wong Chung Kaga gets bored If cooking gets t- Hard. Yes, comfy warming is back at the hearth, though it's pretty early. He's not the only creature on the earth. There's foxes, they would like a dug and dinner too. Brown eyed detective agency, got interviewed. Keep an eye out. Watch on Cargo's booty have paid attention, keep an eye out. Watch on Cargo's booty but Should have paid attention. Keep an eye out. Watch Cargo's booty but Should have paid attention. Keep an eye out. Watch Page, attention. There were no other applicants The booties on the lookout Can only put an interloper's heart To guard the cookout Walk Chunk Kaga Woke up and he stretched Reached for his dinner Nothing but bones left His booty was stoned deaf to recrimination and censure One duty shirk Leaving trusting contention And Walked Chunk Kaga So stern with his underling Stabbed it where you or I Would wear under things With a sharp stick That happened to be on fire As proper punishment For its failing to keep its eye out Satisfied with his discipline He went about his way Still with his tummy grumble and in dismay, hope before it's too late, he could find a tidbit. What should he happen upon? But an unattended, sizzling strip of the fat that he'd savored before, gobbled it and ambled along, imagined and more. Keep an eye out, watch on God, booty, but should have paid attention, keep an eye out. Watch on God, booty, but should have paid attention, keep an eye out.
8: Watch on God, booty, but should have paid attention, keep an eye out.
1: of the world's older brother here keeps on discovering discarded everywhere just what he's looking for the most delicious fresh cooked dishes seems a bit suspicious someone just littering hot meat hold up you're walking in a circle walk chong kaga hot to check your backside with a gaping wound made his uh oh young ones be careful how you say this his anus was trailing out guts in abundance and upon himself is how he needed punishment upon himself also how he'd been dining so took a couple handfuls of his booty up and tied it closed and that's why party your But wrinkly walk, Chunkaga couldn't help mingling, shaping the world while he fakes his way through it. But just like him, half divine, half stupid. Keep an eye out, watch Chunkaga's booty, but should have paid attention. Keep an eye out, watch Chunkaga's booty, but should have paid attention. Keep an eye out, watch Chunkaga's booty, but should have paid attention.
8: Keep an eye out.
4: Just awesome there there really is only one make sure you snag question bedtime especially if you have kids you can learn some great stories now uh, I've been traveling a lot lately with sci-fi and road time means music I've listened to everything I could get my hands on in the last few months so sometimes it's difficult to narrow down my choices to share with you guys one of the albums that has spent a lot of time in my ears is from the Megas Their Red album is a great listen, pure and simple. I have nothing bad to say about this entire release. It is my favorite from the band, and that says a lot. The Megas have become much more than a Mega Man band. They've become performers, brilliant songwriters, and serious composers. A genuine force in nerd rock. The song I'm bringing you today is from the Red album, and it is simply beautiful. I really hope you enjoy it. It's Melody from the Past by the Megas.
13: Shook the walls, it was coming down the empty halls, filled a flame, and everything was burning to the ground. I called your name, I tried to warn, but you didn't hear you were torn between the hero and your fears. And I wish that I could be the one to finally show the way. And I wish that I could be the one who knew just what to say But I know That there is nothing I could ever say or do Cause you're the one The doctor Chose you to be a son If I was standing Where you are I think I would have done what father wants But now I know what I'd become He said to me That I would be That would be the lie when they couldn't see That what they need is a machine That would give them hope, that would keep them free That when they fall, still he would stand A savior built by human hands Seems so strange, so very odd A hero's father could be so very flawed
4: Just a well-written song there. The Megas really have delivered here and secured their position as one of the top five rock acts in nerd music. Now, how about m- women in the nerd scene? Women have really kicked the door down in nerd music. The Double Clicks have become one of the top artists. Amanda LaPrie is just amazing. Samus, Shubzilla, Diabetes, many other ladies, bringing a great diversity and talent to the ranks of nerdcore. Once and sometimes are still bothered by male alpha nerds that think, Girls just can't be that nerdy. Well, these women have excelled and thrived. And as the double click said, they have nothing to prove. But being new to the scene, male or female, you got to deliver the goods for there to even be a discussion. Our next artist has done just that. I recently got a chance to sit down with the lead singer of Claire and the Potatoes, Leslie Rising. I wanted to speak with Leslie because of how she really shines as a vocalist in a band that's made up of drummer-vocalist Jim Myers, bassist Guy May from Milk Carton Superstars, of course, and veteran nerdy bard, Mark with a C. In a project that is totally unique to those musicians, Leslie has a rare and beautiful vocal tone and a fresh new voice for the nerd music scene. Here's an interview with Leslie Rising of Claire and the Potatoes. Hey, everybody, I'm Dr. Vern, and I'm talking today with a fresh new voice on the nerd music scene, Leslie Rising from Claire and the Potatoes, a band that also features Mark with a C and Jim Myers from uh, Milk Carton Superstars. Welcome to the nerd groove, Leslie.
14: Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here.
4: I'm glad to have you. Um, So, listen, I've been listening to Having an Okay Time with Claire and the Potatoes, I love that your sound is so retro and fresh at the same time, which is like way hard to pull off with almost a super band kind of configuration. <laughs>
14: <laughs> I yeah, mean, um, I really enjoy like what we've been doing. Uh, Jim and Guy from Milk Carton Superstars, Skylar May is also our bassist. Right, and, um, and Mark, they just have put together um, some of the best music that I've personally ever heard of. And then I, my job is easy. I just come in and and sort of provide the, the voice, but they, they really do the work. And it's it's been really fun uh, being with them and uh, being in this band.
4: Now, now you mentioned that the, um, you have an incredible voice. You almost, have you always been a singer? How, how'd that start?
14: Um, yeah, I've, I've been singing in choirs and musical theater and stuff since I was probably in elementary school. Um, I kind of dropped out of doing theater or anything after college because there wasn't really much of that opportunity for me uh, between like, you know, uh, growing up and getting your own apartment and finding a job and stuff like that. So um, this was really a nice opportunity for me to be a little bit more creative and express myself uh, with the help of Mark and, and Jim and everybody else. So. It was a really uh, when Mark first approached me about it, I I immediately jumped on board. I was so excited to uh, to have that opportunity.
4: Yes, and I'm glad that he asked. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, you're a woman, obviously. Uh, how do you like representing women in a scene that can be a bit of a boys' club?
14: I've uh, I mean I've never come across a problem. You know I'm I've never experienced any sort of. Um, any sort of boys club with that, you know, I'm happy to just be around the people that support me. But I, I understand that there's a lot of that out there, and to be a woman in sort of a a nerdcore environment um, can be really intimidating. And what I, my whole thought process is, I'm just here to have a good time. I'm here to have an okay time.
10: <laughs> to <have> an
14: okay <laughs> and, um, and you can have an okay time with us, or you can stay at home and and bash us on the internet. But that's totally up to you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's awesome. Now you were, uh, you guys uh, did a great set at Orlando Nerd Fest. I caught that, loved it. Yeah. Now, after you was was those uh, was that one of your first uh, big nerd events that you had done? Or
14: yeah, um, for Claire and the Potatoes, it was our big sort of our big moment. Um, I performed with Mark at uh, a different nerd event last year um, for his sort of expansion pack, um, his solo stuff, but it was a collaborative effort with uh, Chris Zabriskie on the drums and Emmett Dotman who played bass. And then I got up and did a couple harmony parts. And uh, so that was my first step onto a big nerd stage. And I had a really, really great time. And um, but yeah, Clearing the Potatoes was the, the, the defining moment. That was really when, when I got on that stage, I, I thought I was going to die. I was so excited to be there.
4: <laughs> well, you guys did a great show. Um, now, I do want to ask you this, because after, after seeing a lot, an event like that live, because um, I always ask people this uh, when, I'm, when I'm interviewing them, <laughs> do you think that nerd music is a genre despite the different styles of music that are involved?
14: Yeah, I think it's um, I I think to be a genre, it's not necessarily the style. It's more of a common theme, and there's there's an obvious you know video game, comic book, superhero references. Yeah, that you can can you know lump that in there. But I think the, the thing that makes it nerdcore and the thing that ties all those different genres and artists together is just um, community. Just building a sense of community where. You know, someone who grew up and maybe didn't have that, maybe was bullied when they were in school or whatever, can can relate and listen to a deeper meaning beyond just Super Mario references and and uh, connect with the artist on a, on a more personal level.
4: Yeah, that's awesome. See, now I need to clone you.
14: <laughs>
4: that's, that, that's, that's how I feel about it. Obviously, that's one of the reasons I do the podcast um, is to... Draw the lines to connect the dots, so to speak. Even even going back into uh, music's past, where uh, you know musicians and, and different artists and different styles. All I mean, I know Mark with the likes to say that the the Who made the first nerd rock song when they made Pinball Wizard. Uh, I can't hard it's a hard argument to make, but you can go back and that's one of the things I like to do on the podcast is connect the dots and show people that it's not really about the style; it's about Content and uh I just I wanted to get your perspective on that because I know that that I know I saw you at the event. You had to smile on your face the whole time you know, there. <laughs> uh, I knew you had to be having a wonderful time.
14: Yeah, definitely. Nerdcore music is is a lot a lot more in depth than just beeps and boops. And one
4: of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because I really uh love the 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 fresh fresh as I keep coming up with that word. It's just a great word to describe <laughs> the clearing the Potatoes album. Uh, where can folks get that album?
14: Um, you can order it online. It is uh, um, you can, I believe you can pick up a hard copy as well as a, a digital download. And then um, we, we are going to be doing some more things. Um, but actually, this is probably a scoop for you, uh, versus that uh, in the coming months, Claire and the Potatoes is unfortunately going to have to disband.
4: Oh. Oh, it's a crushing news.
14: I know. Um my uh my wonderful boyfriend who I love very much um is having to relocate and I I wouldn't be Claire without his support and I can't imagine myself being without him. So uh, at the uh at the risk of providing, you know, creating some great uh more music, I have to go where my heart is. So
4: well, before you close up shop on us, well, you know that right. does, I guess, uh, is, as bad a news as that is for me. I'm very happy for you. Uh, personal fulfillment is why we're here. You know, <laughs> if you find something that makes you happy, well, certainly, uh, and someone.
14: <laughs> the guys have been very supportive of that. Um, Mark and Jim and Guy have been really uh, positive, and and now we're just looking to kind of bow out gracefully. Um, we're working our last show, I can't really give any more details, I know as much as you do right now, but um, we're working on another uh, new song and something to leave on a good note.
4: Well, yeah, well, I am certainly will definitely uh, be attending <laughs> that show, <laughs> so um, I just wanted to, to, to let everybody know that listens to the podcast out there, um, that uh, this is there's so much music out there, and, and, and Claring the Potatoes could easily uh, be a band that comes out, puts an album out. You never hear them continue on in the mu- musical climate of today's world. And uh, through Nerdy FM and, and and other resources, well, I will certainly always be playing the music of Claring the Potatoes. I love them. Yeah,
14: thank you. And we're so lucky to have you know uh, Nerdy FM and you know your support and other um, nerds. Centric uh, websites out there that you know have provided us for interviews and pictures and things like that We're so lucky to have that community that that supports us and and what we do. It's we we would not be anywhere near as uh, Mediocre as we (laughs) As we we would if, uh, if you guys weren't out there, you know spreading the word
4: I want to thank Leslie for taking the time to talk to me. I'm very saddened by the news that they are done and I wish her all the happiness in the world. Meanwhile, you should still get Have an Okay Time with and the Potatoes. It is a fine album for your collection. Here's a track from that album, The Real Enemy by Claire and the Potatoes. track, great band, great album. Thanks again, Leslie. All right, who's ready to have their funny bone tickled? Yeah, that's cheesy, but I'm running out of segues. Our next artist never runs out of ideas. He's one of the hardworking comedy rap gods at thefump.com. When something makes news, you can count on the artists at the to make a song about it post-haste. This is one of those songs, and Guardians of the Galaxy has struck again. Insane Ian delivers what some might consider to be a taboo parody with this song it's based on the beatles song rocky raccoon which not only inspired ian but the actual creation of the character that the insane one decided to sing about here here's rocket and groot by insane ian now out in the blackest space there's a creature
12: named 89 p13 also known as rocky raccoon uh one day he saved the galaxy with the Guardians. Let me tell you how the story begins. Rocket and his pal Groot said they needed some action. So one day they walked into town, saw themselves at Giggly, the local bookie. Rocket Raccoon and his best friend Groot were wandering through Zandar County rocket had come equipped with 12 guns to capture star lord as his bounty well star lord it seems had stolen something and it Cosplay of her at conventions So the four of them fought But they all got caught And in prison met tracks the Destroyer Rocket burst in And grinning a grin Got a man And then the sun stum-
4: Nice, Yeah, the Beatles song inspired Marvel to create Rocket Raccoon, the star of Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion. And in coming full circle, Insane Ian has now parodied the song. Great job, Ian. Keep them coming, bro. Now, I mentioned the double clicks a while ago for a good reason. These nerdy sisters have absolutely set the nerd music world on fire. They have a simple way of making everyone listen, and that is a rare gift. Of course, it also helps to have delightful music to share. Here's a runaway train from their latest, and it's a real earworm. Here's the double clicks and I love you like a burrito. Another hit from the double clicks and they have a new album in the works so keep a lookout for that they have also been touring extensively so if you get the chance go see them live it's an experience speaking of live experience the next artist rules that kingdom with a dark fist in 2013 Schaefer the Dark Lord delivered the best album of his illustrious career sick passenger proving that there is no rest for the wicked Schaefer has been busy in 2014 with many collaborations and now a great new single Here's the Dark Lord's take on the pop divas of today and the very excellent single, Roar, from Schaefer the Dark Lord.
7: songs. It's up to me if this defeat will take a hold or not. So I pull myself up, brush my shoulders off. Cause letting this get the best of me the kiss of death. Yes, I will rise up. No, I ain't finished yet. I'll be the phoenix, stronger than before. I'm a fighting tiger, inside a mighty lion Riding on the back of a giant eagle flying To the highest of the mountain peaks, triumph is my destiny And I will try without me fighting all my enemies The ones who put me in that bad place and gave me sad face a psychic stuff you buy Who can truly use a bad case of karma, what you got around? You mean- you to fuck the fuck off, let's see some follow through I hate your fucking guts, suck a couple hundred fucks And once you finish finished up, suck another dozen fucks You're gonna learn that you've no know right to this now, and I'm gonna burn your whole life to the ground And all will fall to ashes as the flames grow higher And that's where you'll find me your office ladder, and I'll fire you. Oh, your partner till they no longer desire you. You will be infected, cause I will buy your building. You will be kindless, cause I will eat your children. I don't know which was worse your words or your nerve, but you were so very mean to me. You'll reap what you deserve. You serve as a beast, man. You've unleashed a beast, and. Oh, God, hear me! You're
10: looking surprised.
7: You might realize how much I despise you, right? We're heckling, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is the guy who's arrived tonight. You double back, shuddering, shuddering under the thunderclaps. I wonder you understand that I'm a and jungle cat. Now I'm coming back. They say the best revenge is living well. Fuck that. The best revenge is seeing them in hell. Fuck yeah. Rocking an evil soul, always beats. Looking sullen. Buckle up, you fucking chuckleheads. The hook is coming.
4: Yes, sir. I love it. Schaefer is the John Cusack of nerd music to me, meaning that if he makes it, I'm going to check it out. I'm also very excited to bring you examples of great music that current artists are making, especially when a song adds an interesting take on an established property. My only hesitation is that one of these songs has been released on my band's Season 5 album. When Cy decided to compose a Hulk song, I honestly worried. Such a beloved character, and so many have put a spin on his lore. Not always successfully, and I didn't want us to be Ang Lee. But when Chuck and Jim and Dobbs delivered the music for this one, I actually wanted to release it as an instrumental. The music really captured the mood of the Hulk as a character. Then my bandmate, KSV, had a stroke of genius. He sat down and within minutes had written the song I bring to you now. Here's Hulk Smash by Cyfried. liked that one. Again, it was an honor to be part of its creation, to me. I had nothing to do with the creation of that one, I just sang some, but hats off to my bandmates for what I humbly consider to be a benchmark track for the character. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Nerd Groove. I hope that you enjoyed the grooves this month, and I'm excited to bring you next month's episode. But, before we get out of here completely on this episode, I want to bring you another track from the super impressive Starf. He's a real great story of fan to artist, and his latest release, "Have Some Fun," should be a blueprint for up and coming nerdcore artists. I just couldn't resist bringing you selfies by Starf. Have a great month. I'm Dr. Vern, saying thanks for listening to the Nerd Groove. See you next time.
5: I'm taking selfies How good am I looking? Tell me, tell me Narcissism isn't me. All that healthy Self-worth through the roof I'm so wealthy I'm taking selfies I'm taking selfies. How good am I looking? Tell me, tell me. Narcissism ain't all that healthy. Self worth through the roof. I'm so wealthy. It goes snap it, inspect it red. I detected it. Photo corrected. Upload it, projected. It. Snap it, inspect it red. I detected it. Photo corrected. Upload it, projected. It. Snap it, inspect it red. I detected it. Photo corrected. Upload it, projected. It. Snap it, inspect it. Red. I detected photo corrected. Upload it, projected. It. I'm looking good today. Ooh, so fine. I'll take Take the opportunity, make the moment mine Gonna make it shine, gonna take it off kilter And edit the picture with a hipster filter Grayscale, artsy, I think I'll stick with sepia Poster the results on all my favorite social media Do you like it? Will you share it? If not, I'll grin and bear it, because I don't even care It's my favorite past, I'm on the net Don't forget, don't regret looking good Even though I used to edit Haven't seen me since yesterday, here's a small smattering Don't mind the granulation, this webcam's so too flattering A gathering up everyone to see my face Look, don't tell me to stop, that's why it's called Facebook, Instagram was made for instant gratification. Keep your got your back if you want a moving creation. Uh, so come with me and indulge, let's do it quick. Don't think about the backlash. Take another pick. You can upload it fast. I'm sure you're looking fine, but I missed it cause I was too busy looking at mine. Damn, I look nice. I think that you'd agree. Every side is my good side. Here's four more picks to prove it, see? Arrogant narcissist, talk clearly though, it's the middle of the night again. Here we go. I'm taking selfies, I'm taking selfies. How good am I looking? Tell me, tell me. Narcissism ain't all that healthy. Self worth through the roof. I'm so wealthy. I'm taking selfies. I'm taking selfies. How good am I looking? Tell me, tell me. Narcissism ain't all that. Healthy self-worth through the roof, I'm so wealthy It goes snap it is inspect it, red I detect it Photo corrected, it. uploaded, it. projected it. Snap it inspect it, red I detect it Photo corrected, it. uploaded, it. projected Snap it inspect it, red I detect it Photo corrected, uploaded, projected Snap it, inspect it, red I detect it Photo corrected, uploaded I'm feeling great Look at me, I'm up too late Look at me New haircuts, look at me, you can stare just look at me from one side look at me into the other Look at me like my pics Look at me, look at me, look at me Selfies. Don't tell me that it's out of control, I removed the stigma I mean I know the Selfies album's getting kinda big, huh, huh I mean I guess it's not really too big Selfies folder on my hard drive's only 2 gigs Always room for more, always room for me Besides I just got a new shirt that I think you'll wanna see So the moral of the story, hold on, gotta take a quick pic Tell me how I look tonight, here it goes, click click I'm taking selfies, I'm taking selfies How good am I looking, tell me, tell me Narcissism ain't all that healthy Self-worth through the roof, I'm so wealthy I'm Taking selfies, I'm taking selfies. How good am I looking? Tell me, tell me. Narcissism ain't all that healthy. Self worth through the roof. I'm so wealthy. It goes snap it, inspect it, rad I detect it. Photo corrected, it. uploaded, it, projected. It. Snap it, inspect it, rad I detect it. Photo corrected, it. uploaded, it, projected. It. Yeah.
4: Thanks for listening to the Nerd Groove. As listener supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at the Nerdy Show store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com/support to chip in. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of The Nerd Groove, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment.